0: Love, talk, radio. It is now time for your weekly Football Party Live from the IMLD Home Studios In its eighth season This is In Much Less Detail The Podcast Where we cut through the noise And give you your NFL breakdown In Much Less Detail with your host, Jay and Yeah, on a Monday night no less. How about it? About the earliest that we can get together and, and do any kind of recap. This is uh, definitely new for us, uh, but we're going to get in earliest because we got a, uh, an abbreviated show to make our picks uh, at the end of the week for the conference title game, so we're getting our recap now. So if you're a loyal listener and joining us live. Welcome in. You've got in much less detail, the podcast here with you live on a Monday night, January the 18th, 2021. I'm Dre. He's Jay and we got some L's to dig into for, for me. I got three of them this weekend and Jason got two. Uh, So right off the bat, Jason picks up three points on me in our playoff race for our little handicapping championship. Uh, He Narrows the gap from uh, five and some change uh, to now two and some change. Uh, Less than three points is the lead now, 107.6 for me and 104.8 for him. So that makes things uh, a lot closer uh, for the conference championship matchups where there's four points on the line for each game. Uh, this is the same scenario you were in last year right Jason you can uh, choose to go against me on, on one or both of the title games, or you can completely punt and just take the same picks that I got and put the pressure on me to make the Super Bowl pick correctly.
1: Yeah, so I'm probably going to let you – I'm probably going to give you the honors, um, but I'm not saying that necessarily means that I'm going to agree with you this weekend. I mean, we've – we there. I have a history. Uh, you know, I, mean, I if I if – it's, if it's championship weekend and I disagree with you, even if it puts me in a bad bind if I lose and I'm that sure about something, I have no problem disagreeing with you. Um, So we'll see. I mean, because it could be – it could end up being – I could, I mean, you could dis. I could disagree with you on one and lose and I'm done. You could disagree with me on both and lose and I win. I mean, it's crazy. Cause we're that close.
0: Right. It's, it always comes down to, to the wire uh, one way or another. Yeah. So
1: you, 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 you sort of got the picks over me and wildcard weekend. And I got the pick over you. The only one that we disagree. I should have disagreed with you on more. but yeah, I could have said the same thing. I did say the same thing to you about wildcard weekend. Yeah. Um, that you should have definitely disagreed with my picks with my 0, 5, and 1. And then, yeah, you turn right around in the divisional round and go 1 and 3. So here we are. And, you know, the four points that I gave you, I got three of them back. And the game is afoot.
0: Yeah, so I handed you that uh, one game against each other. You were very uh, confident in the Green Bay Packers Giving uh, less than a touchdown against the Los yeah. Angeles Rams against it, it, the number number I one would. offense versus number one defense, and uh, you had the offense all the way, and you were right on the money with that.
1: I, I still felt, I, even in retrospect, I feel good about that pick. <laughs> even the, yes, obviously because I won it, but that <laughs> did it, it. It it that one felt right uh, out of all the picks over the weekend. You know, we saw the way everything went in the other games, and one of them we won. Um, not in the best possible manner, but we still won. Um, and then the other two, we couldn't have been more wrong.
0: Right.
1: But yeah, that, wow. that Packers, that Packers offense, I, I had no problems uh, rolling with them. I thought, I, I thought they'd get to thirty, and they did. I thought the Rams would end up somewhere in the high teens, and they did. Um, it was a competitive game. I, I think the Rams offense did did about as you can do with a quarterback, a busted thumb. Um, but it wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't a, a great defensive effort by the number one defense or, you know, to put it the other way, that was an offense hitting on all cylinders every, every phase of the game. I mean, that, that, the balance of that Green Bay offense is, is amazing about how, how well they can run it with three different guys and get production from Devontae Adams and dudes. Yeah.
0: Uh, this not time it was
1: Alan Lazard uh, with the backbreaker,
0: with the dagger. And Wayne Larry's up there But the he, dagger. He
1: did. I was listening to that call on the radio driving home because that caught me right on my drive home from work. And yes, when when Rogers threw that, that was the dagger.
0: He's he's got his catchphrase, and he he's gonna he, yep. wear it out for forty years and make a career out of it. And damn good on you, Wayne Larry, for doing that. <laughs> wish I could wear out a catchphrase for 40 years.
1: Yeah, and the most Um, telling thing to me about that game was that Aaron Rodgers took zero sacks. And that was the big concern for you.
0: Yes. Uh, Not only number one defense, but defense that gets after your ass. And with with the Packers having uh, good to very good to, to excellent pass protection for Aaron Rodgers for his MVP season, uh, but then losing a key member of the line in David Bakhtiari. And to me, I'm I'm looking at the matchup, and I'm thinking, well, this is where it's going to come in. I, whatever the first matchup that Aaron Rodgers had against a, a defense that gets after the quarterback, I was going to lean towards that defense uh, because of the offensive line injury and it was the number one defense it was a defense that not only gets after you but then in the back end it causes you all sorts of problems with two shutdown cornerbacks which almost no other team in the league has and very good defenders uh in between in the, in the secondary uh, the safeties uh the linebackers i i, I thought it was set up I, I thought it was set up for la to pull off uh, another big win in the playoffs um you, so you got to tell me, was there any? It's just a, a feeling because usually when you get number one defense in the playoffs, you, you you ride with that as long as you possibly can, right? But in this matchup, you you said no, I gotta I gotta go with Aaron Rodgers.
1: I had to go. With, well, I went with the Packers because I had such little faith in the Rams' offense to keep up. Yeah. That I thought if the Packers just keep doing what they're doing, and they've been in forties on a lot of people. Uh, I did mention the fact, and you know, you said it's not the same, but I said they put up 35 on a Bears defense that was trying really hard, because you know they didn't know at that point whether it was a win in your in situation, because they didn't even like you pointed out to me on that show a few weeks ago, they didn't even want to know what was yeah, going on trying. in the Arizona game, right? They were right. trying to beat the Packers, and they gave up 35, and that's a that's a good defense, and 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 Green Bay. You know, was playing for the number one seed. Uh, Rodgers has been on record all year saying that he wanted to make sure that, that they ran to that and that they had the NFC Championship game at home, which is amazing to think that in Aaron Rodgers' career, this will be his first home NFC Championship game. That the well, other four times that he's been in the NFC Championship game, he's been on the
0: road. Right. Jay Cutler and Caleb Haney can attest to the fact that he didn't have to be <laughs> at home in right. order to succeed in conference title games. But
1: those other three didn't go so well because we had the, the onside kick game. They got blown mm-hmm. out in Atlanta. And then last year, San Francisco ran him out of the building. So I think Aaron Rodgers this year, you know, was he like, I want this game and I want it in my building. And uh, that, t- that that just that looks like the best team in football when I watched them play and they dismantled the number one defense in the league and they did it in this very stunning way. They, they literally just outmuscled them and ran the ball right down their throats that whole game.
0: They there did. was no trickery.
1: There was no deception. It was Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams and AJ Dillon straight up the gut, man on man, all game long, hat on a hat and, and they out physical the Rams. And I didn't, I didn't see that part coming.
0: Well, I certainly didn't. I, I, (laughs) obviously, Um, but I got scared uh, for my pick right off the bat in the first drive, because what there's a specific sequence that happened with that running in the very in the, in the opening drive of the game, the first carry that Aaron Jones had, he had a hole briefly and Michael Brockers shut it and okay. That's what I'm expecting. You, you're not going to make it easy. Uh, if they can do something, then they're going to have to earn it. Immediately, the Packers go to A.J. Dillon, and he gets a nice hole, and he makes something out of it. He, he hit the hole the way Aaron Jones should have hit his first hole. And it's like, oh, they, they made a sub already and, and got somebody in there fresh. And then they put Aaron Jones back in the game for the next run and he hits the hole a lot faster than the first time that he got So it's like they already set it up to where, all right, you get one shot. If you don't do what I am what I think you're supposed to do, running the ball, I, there's, there's two other dudes over here that, that that want the opportunity. And Matt LaFleur wasn't playing around. You get one shot. If I don't like it, go. Sit down. Here's the next guy. Oh, he hits the hole? Okay, Aaron, you see how that's supposed to work? All right, go back in there and see. Let, let, let's see what you got. And then Aaron Jones hits the And I'm like, uh-oh, uh, they would they're 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 not playing around. They're uh, they're gonna go right at the the Rams and they're gonna do it uh, in a very strong manner. And they're not gonna mess around. If, if there's a hot hand, they're going with that hot hand. And if there's not, they're immediately gonna get set down. And and I I, I thought that was, there was a lot of bold coaching moves made this weekend. That was the very first game, so that was the first one. And, and it kind of made me uh, afraid because uh, you don't see that very often, where you take the starting running back and you basically yank him after one carry.
1: Yeah. No, I, I do believe they look at that as a three-headed rushing attack. That I don't think that I don't think that Matt Lafleur is afraid of going to whoever whoever he needs. You know, it's like what 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 tool can I pull out of the toolbox in this situation? And, and and you know, it's almost what you're describing. It's like they're testing that line. You know, like who's gonna work here? Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get Aaron Jones. He's gonna try it out. Well, let's try the hammer. Let's get AJ Dillon now. Oh oh oh, okay. Now let's try Aaron Jones. Yeah, it's like, you know, you could and then they had entire drives where it was Jamal Williams, and it was just yeah. it was it was impressive to watch. And you're they're doing all of that in front of Aaron Rodgers, who, you know, it's, it's like he's got that. He's like, yeah, that was. Don't want to say you handed one to me, but I really felt like you handed one to me.
0: I, I did, as it turned out. I didn't know I did at the time, but I did. Uh, right, that's they, the
1: hindsight, he, right? You look back and go, man. He was right.
0: <laughs> the uh, the L.A. Uh, pressure wasn't yeah. there. Uh, Aaron Donald obviously had his uh, issues right. with his pectoral muscle. Uh, he got a personal foul at one point for getting into a tussle with uh, a lineman, Alden Jenkins, and he grabbed yeah, Jenkins, and Jenkins, Jenkins' cage. Was, that was, yeah, that was uh,
1: it, well uh, Jenkins was eating Donald's lunch that whole game, yeah. and I think Donald got frustrated because definitely he was getting nowhere close to Aaron Rodgers. In fact, the only – sort of like blemish on Rodgers' day was those two balls he threw right before halftime that probably both should have been picked. A couple of, Tried to throw a couple of hero balls into the end zone before they settled for that last field goal on that drive when they get the ball with, what, 29 seconds and still get down and get three?
0: Right. He threw them right back down the field after uh, L.A. Yeah. worked their ass off to do, uh, to get into the end zone. Right. Um, there was big Bob you. Yeah. <laughs> our, our guy our x-factor that's right and yeah that drive uh that 29 second drive what happened to make them almost through throw two picks finally some heat finally some pressure from the la Rams. if they could have manufactured something it, it would have been uh it may not have been a, a different score or outcome right uh, but it would have been a, a closer effort uh, they, they just couldn't get any pressure
1: yeah and then they kick off to the packers to start the second half and promptly give up a 60 yard run to aaron jones
0: uh, the, the run blocking was just stellar. I mean, the, there's there's kind of nothing you couldn't say that wasn't stellar for Green Bay in that, in that game, but the run blocking was absolutely... Uh, they, they destroyed the the L.A. Rams. I definitely did not see any of that coming. Yeah,
1: well... Okay, well, I'm glad we disagreed.
0: Uh, you should be thrilled and delighted that, that Tommy has to play the Packers now. He gets to... Uh, you were talking about that as a, a talking point, that if the L.A. Rams won, then... If the Buccaneers right. beat the Saints, then Tommy would have to would get to play Jared Goff uh, for the NFC title game. You definitely did not want to see that. Uh, no. You wanted to see Tommy get a challenge uh, at quarterback. And I think Aaron Rodgers the way he's playing right now. Yeah, that that's a challenge.
1: Yeah, I I watched that game last night. You know, kind of shifting gears to that Tampa New Orleans game, and it was kind of sad to watch that game because I watched that Tampa defense shows zero respect to Drew Brees. And he didn't earn any respect in that game. Every, they took away – you, you can take away all of that little dink and doink stuff and make life miserable for the Saints when you basically have your entire defense within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage because you have no fear of having the top of your defense taken off.
0: And even still, the Saints still finesse their way into the lead and almost, uh, you know,
1: steaming
0: yeah. Yeah, mean, their way to a big victory. 20, 20
1: to 13, but you cannot turn the ball over in your own end three times.
0: That's obviously a killer.
1: Yes, when you gift yeah. the opponent three touchdowns, because if, the, if those Tampa drives that started in their own territory went nowhere. Right. So all those Tampa scoring drives were gifts from Drew Brees uh, and the Saints offense to, to the Buccaneers. So, yeah, I mean, you know. Tampa, the defense did what they had to do. They ball hawked the, the hell out of that game. They get a, you get a peanut punch on Jared Cook um, when it looked like New Orleans was driving down to, to put an even larger lead on, on the board. Um, yes, very opportunistic by Tampa Bay. But I, I thought they had zero respect and fear for what that Saints offense could do to them.
0: Uh, 3.9. I mean, that, that's it. 3.9 yards per throw. You're not winning anything with 3.9 yards for throw. That's, that's my go-to stat uh, a lot. And yes. it's, very, it's very telling in this case that, uh, to back up what you're saying, that Tampa didn't have to play back and they didn't have to uh, respect the long ball because Brees wasn't getting the long ball there with any kind of accuracy. Uh, and at that point, once you figure it out and you go, oh, this, this poor old man, he's, 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 he's kind of washed. We uh we we don't have to worry about anything. It was kind of sad, um,
1: wasn't it? It was hard yeah, to watch. Yeah, very. I mean, nineteen of thirty-four for a buck thirty-four, with a touchdown and three picks. Ooh, that, that's probably the worst Hall of Fame quarterback exit since Marino.
0: Uh, that Peyton Manning Super Bowl win kind of counts uh, uh, in, my, in my mind. I know it's a know, W, but God, he was bad.
1: He, I I still give Manning credit for knowing who he was at that point.
0: He didn't it, throw the the force ball yeah. that Breeze did to to turn it right. over.
1: No, I'm pretty sure that Marino was at 62 to seven that lost to Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, um, that was probably the worst, you know, for all timer going out that way, and Breeze went out. Yeah, that that Tampa defense wasn't afraid of of this New Orleans offense one bit.
0: It, it wasn't nearly that bad as the Marino, Marino looked 100% washed. Uh, again, Breeze <laughs> was finessing his way in and the, and the same time.
1: Yeah, they
0: did. And they, were, they were figuring it out. Uh, of course, the, the big play was Sean Payton says, well, I don't have any uh, Taysom Tebow uh, trick plays right. to go to. Hey, Jameis, hey, get over here. I, I got something for you. Uh, where he calls in uh, Jameis Winston for one snap, and the snap is a, a gorgeous design that they saw the week before with Chicago, who Executed the exact same play, and Javon Williams dropped the football. Yeah. Uh, so they ex- execute this play, and Traquan Smith had nobody near him, and he did not drop uh, the football, and runs in for the fifty-six yard touchdown.
1: And credit uh, to Jameis. that was a beautiful throw.
0: It was. There's no one within ten yards. I mean, that. yeah,
1: I mean, he didn't James have to put. He didn't have to do much other than just kind of like guide that thing out there and let Tra- and and let Traquan Smith run underneath it. But it was a great throw.
0: It, the it late, was a great the throw, of it. it's the <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. It wasn't the fact that there was no one within 10 yards of the guy? Last year, pick. <laughs> <laughs> if he got picked on that throw, with the, the way the defense was totally fooled, and there was no one near the guy, and and he still manages to throw it to the other team, right. that would have been an all-timer. <laughs>
1: again, though, that was their best offensive play of the game. And to echo your statement from the week before, and this is Sean Payton, I'm like, that's all you that's got? It. That's it? That's it? Yeah, nothing else. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, his best trick play guy is not playing, so there's only, I, I guess, so much he can come up with. But yes, I I, I agree in general that there should have been what you had to scheme up more. You, you got Drew Brees who's washed up. You have to come up with more stuff than that. And they, and they didn't, they, they, you know, it wasn't quite as uh, non, uh, non-imaginative as Chicago, but you're, you're right. They they should have had more uh, opportunities. Um, but look, they come out in the third quarter, that tie game it's 13, yeah. 13. They get the first drive and they very concise, very professional drive all the way down the field. Awesome jumping catch by Traquan Smith, his second touchdown of the game, 16 yard grab. They, they're thinking they got this, they're thinking they're, you know, they're in control and they're going to wind up going all the way and they don't have to really uh, scheme up too much other stuff. And then the, the turnovers start and then the uh, Buccaneers take advantage and give Tampa all the credit for taking advantage. You get some, you get teams that give you the ball repeatedly and sometimes you don't take advantage and you don't take the ball the other way and make them immediately pay. And, t- and Tommy and Tampa took the ball every time Drew Brees gave it back to him. Uh, or Jared Cook in in, in his case, uh, and they immediately took the ball back the other way and, and and put it in the end zone. Not field goals, but put it in the end zone. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. So give Tampa credit for all that.
1: Yeah, and we can give Tampa all the credit. We can talk about New Orleans and how they were winning, and you you don't go plus four in turnover battle and win and lose a lot of games.
0: No, that that'd be very difficult.
1: You know, and and it's sad because plus three. And maybe New Orleans still wins his game. Right. You know. No, they were they were there. You can't you can't give it can't give it up like that. And Tom Brady didn't really do have to do much. He
0: you wasn't know, they, very they, good they, either.
1: No. He was he was bouncing balls to guys.
0: Yeah.
1: And making some no, ugly but... throws. And they didn't really get after him that much, but he got off of his spot a few times, so We'll see. No, I said if Brady's gonna you know what? Hey, if Brady's the great yeah, he wants to be the GOAT, he's the you know, he's all these things, but at least if he's gonna win a Super Bowl, he's going through Breeze, Rogers, and then he's going through either Mahomes or Allen.
0: Or Chad Henney. Because oh, anything can yeah. happen.
1: Uh if it's Chad Henney
0: <laughs> starting
1: this week, and they beat Buffalo,
0: man. God, I hope God. not. That, that, all you can say is, is, if it happens, oh my God! It, if that actually happens,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, well, I mean, Mahomes. I mean, that was Dumplings, right? I mean, oh yeah, that was a that yeah, was a heap
0: of
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he gets up and he can't even stand up, and he's looking at people, and he's got the he's got the big wide eyes, and he just like you know, he thought he was Batman again.
0: Yeah, Dumplings. No, it's, yeah. you know. This is too bad, And uh, but looking at the, uh, the, the quote-unquote protocols that the league are go- is going to put him through this week, yeah. do you think there's any chance in hell that he's not playing Sunday? No. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which I thought was ironic, being that he got replaced. Was that, Oh, it was Chad Hetty that replaced him. I'm thinking of Matt Moore, because Matt Moore was the yeah. guy who got destroyed in that game when he was uh, playing for the Dolphins in that game. For the, right. In the playoffs, right, and they put no, him that back Kansas out there. City, right? I think so. And he—they put him back in that game.
0: Yes, and should not have ever no. put him back in that so game. So I was honestly was I, was
1: that, I was stunned that Mahomes didn't come back. <laughs> you know, the yeah, word was that really he right. wanted to come back into the game, but yeah, I would be—I would be amazing. I would be amazingly shocked that whether he's ready or not, someone's signing he'll, off he'll, on him playing this
0: week. He'll be there. He'll—he'll—he'll he'll, he'll be playing Sunday. His toe will be fine. His dumplings will be cleared huh. up, and and everything will be okay.
1: Well, they'll tell us that they are. We whether I'm, they are. I'm telling you what sure. the official
0: story will be. Yes. I'm not saying that's how it actually will be. Yeah. I'm saying that's so what the story the, yeah, will
1: be. So, so you got to be a little bit concerned because he was limping around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he bounces his head off of the turf. You know. So we'll see. Uh, it's a great matchup. I mean, we were talking. We were talking. Uh, Got six eight weeks ago about wanting to see Bills Chiefs.
0: And, and here it is, but it might have a, a cloud over it if, if somehow Mahomes isn't in there. But I, I think he'll he'll be in there definitely. Yeah, I think he plays no matter what his
1: status in reality is.
0: Uh, but let's talk up Browns Chiefs because it was our only uh, victory uh, of the weekend. Yay. And we both got correct. Yeah, <laughs> yay us. And uh, Kansas City was destroying Cleveland before that that injury, uh, and it looked like they were going to rout them. Correct. <laughs> so we probably shouldn't have won it, but we did.
1: Hey, it wins uh, a win.
0: No, we're not giving it back. Look, uh, 19-3 to at the half, uh, looking like the, the Chiefs are going to roll. What you got to definitely give Kevin Stefanski and the Browns credit for is uh, going to the strength which is the run, this is exactly what happened in the uh, Colts-Bills game in the wildcard weekend, which allowed me to win that pick against the spread as well, uh, is you you got a team that has a clear advantage running the ball versus a team that doesn't stop the run very well. And instead of panicking when you go down multiple possessions, you stick to what you're best at. And so Cleveland comes out uh, in the third quarter, uh, big run uh, for Nick Chubb, uh, another carry up the sideline. Uh, Kareem Hunt gets finally mixed in involved because Hunt, believe it or not, had zero carries in the first half, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but they just forgot about him. We're we'll uh, <laughs> Right. They're, they're very fresh. Uh, Hunt and, and Chubb are very fresh in the second half because they didn't get much run in the first. Um, and, and then you finally set it up to get a, a tight route to. Uh, Jarvis Landry on a double move in the end zone to make it 19 to 10. So that's the first time that the Browns were able to break through and, and get close uh, uh, as far as covering the point spread. Uh, Kansas city came back with a field goal uh, on the drive in which uh, Pat got his bell rung, um, had to check out and Chad, any comes in, they actually uh, get it down to the field goal range with any uh, and make it 22 to 10, but they come, Cleveland comes right back. Uh, they keep running. They at, at one point at their own 34 yard line. Even they they said, okay, we we got Nick Chubb. We're gonna do what you know. This was, uh the Titans should have done with Derrick Henry when you get fourth and one. I don't care where you're on the on the field. You get fourth and one, and you have Derrick Henry. You fucking go for it and and, and run him. Um, and Cleveland got fourth and one. and had Nick Chubb and ran him and, and picked it up and kept that drive going. Austin Hoover with a Superman grab later on in that drive, and then Hunt runs it in from three. Uh, to cover the spread again, uh, so that's what I give the Browns credit for—is knowing their strength, and, and at least they didn't. They may have panicked in the in the first half when they were getting their brains beat in, and tried to have Baker Mayfield be the hero and lead them back. But eventually, you got to realize that's not the answer. That I'm going to start calling him Baker uh, Baker Cousins uh, because you you, you know <laughs> what the answer is, and it's not having that guy lead your comeback because that's not going to work.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, it was right there for the Browns. You know, a, a better team takes advantage of, of Patrick Mahomes being out of that game, and, and is able to make those plays. But this, this wasn't their day. We 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 know we know where Cleveland's strengths are, and we know that the way they win is to basically hide their quarterback. Well, when you need to. When, when you have the ball multiple times down late, I mean they got that to 22 17 with 11 minutes left to go in the game
0: they could have won that game easily
1: I believe they had at least three more possessions and, and the- you only and two two field goals would have won you didn't even need two downs or a touchdown, you needed two scores even if it was field goals and you couldn't even get the ball to the other team's 30 to put yourself well, the, in a position to do
0: that. The big issue for Cleveland where they lost the game uh, straight up was the very next drive after the Hunt touchdown made it 22-17. That's when uh, Kansas City got pushed back out of field goal range because of a penalty, and yep. Chad Henney's response to that was, uh, okay, that's a, the old fucking ball. Let's go deep in the end zone where Carl pick. Joseph – Carl Joseph, the quarterback, instead you you have the joke. We've had the years-long joke about check the kettle. He had time to to check yep. the kettle, make make some tea. He, he could have made a latte. He could have made scones. He could he had all the time in the he world. Could have
1: called Paul fair hanging, catch on that ball,
0: just hanging up there Nobody and uh, coming down there, in his hands. But him. I don't know you who the hell me, he was trying to throw me, to.
1: You texted me like that was what a god awful throw, <laughs> and I texted you back like, well, not if that's who he was throwing it to.
0: See, it's the receiver. Looked. Should not be the guy on the other team. That that's the wrong uniform, Chad. Uh, this is why job one for a replacement quarterback is don't try to be the starter. You're not Pat Mahomes. Yeah. You can't yeah, make you that don't. throw, son.
1: So that yeah, so he throws up the hero ball that gets just ble- like like you're thinking. He just needs to like check it underneath, right? Check it underneath. Take get, Try to get ten or fifteen yards. Get some of that right. yardage back and and kick the field goal. And he and throws a hero ball. Exactly. Into triple coverage with a dude just standing in the end zone. Wait, I've seen those dropped because they're too easy.
0: Because <laughs> the guy just panics and goes, ah! Yeah. Ball coming right at me.
1: Then you realize, oh, that's why that guy plays defense. Because he can't mm-hmm. catch. Otherwise, <laughs> he'd be a receiver or a tight end. But, yeah. And they just so kept giving point, these opportunities to Cleveland, and they still couldn't capitalize.
0: Right at that point, you're like, "Oh shit!" The Browns are about to win this football game because yeah, this motherfucker just gave the game right right to them as a gift. Uh, but look, uh, give Charcandrick Ward a credit for making a big tackle on Hun on, yep. on third down. Uh, give uh, Henny credit for actually having the guts to pull out some crazy plays on that final drive to the, scramble. The, the, the run on uh, for 14 yards on third and 15. He came this close yep. to getting it. Uh, and then the the onions for Andy Reid to go. Okay, fourth down. Uh, it, it's game over if you get the first down. So I liked the call. Uh, Tony Romo and many others thought they weren't. They, there's there's no way they're gonna run this play. They're not gonna snap this ball. I thought they were actually the whole time because it's like I said, it's game over if you get it. What I didn't think they were gonna do was throw. Yeah. The fourth. Down. <laughs> <It's> probably <laughs> why really- it worked. Yeah, because no one expected it. Really gutsy call, roll him out, give it to Tyreek Hill, who's wide open because nobody thought they were going to actually throw the ball, and and, yeah. uh, and that salts the game away. So, uh, you know, you definitely see the the shortcomings with Henny. He's just not he's not Pat Mahomes, number one. Um, and yeah. number two, his decision-making might be a little rusty, <laughs> clearly. Well,
1: well um, and I'll tell you, uh, Mike Tomlin punched that ball. <laughs>
0: And Mike Vrabel, both of them.
1: Yeah, no, Andy yeah. Reid. Andy Reid trusted his offense to get one yard more than he trusted his defense to hold up against another Cleveland drive. That's what I. That's what I took away from it.
0: Yeah, I, I, well, it, I, it's it's right there. It's you, you're talking about a yard I, again. Yeah. It's the right play call to me. i regardless of your how much you trust your defense or or don't trust it it's one yard. And if you get it, the game is literally over. Um, it's, you know how I feel. It's a yard, get a fucking yard. Anytime, anywhere. If yes. you're an NFL team and you need a yard, go get a yard. Yes. I, again, I didn't expect it to be, uh, using this kid to, to throw uh Henny. Uh, I call him a kid. He's, uh, this is his 15th year in the league now. Yeah, he's uh, been
1: around a while.
0: Charter, uh, random Allen member, Chad Henny. Um, it's unbelievable that that Andy Reid would trust him in that spot to to make that play, but uh, it, it worked. That's that's why Andy Reid is is uh, that's why I stand for Andy Reid because he's got the, the the brain power to figure that that would work when a lot of coaches uh, wouldn't have done that. And like you said, Mike Tomlin might have even uh, gone for the punt.
1: I think a lot of coaches would have punted that. Ball. I think I think what the the, the go to move would have been line everybody up, hard count them, right.
0: Call timeout the, or, or the or,
1: Yeah, call timeout or take the delay of game and then punt that thing deep and let your defense because mm. uh, he had a five point lead at that point. So yeah. touchdowns the only thing that beats you. I think most teams, if they're looking at their sheet and they're playing the odds, they punt them deep and figure that the, you know time's just gonna run out. Nope. Andy Reid's like, nah, we got this. We're gonna win this game right now.
0: <laughs>
1: so it was a bold um, move. Uh, maybe yeah. he figured that was the only way to get his team into next week. Maybe he maybe he knew. You know, he's like, "Oh my God, don't have, don't have Mahomes. I, I gotta get, I guess, gotta get this thing over with as fast as I can. And I'm in control, right? We're in control of our destiny if we just take it right here versus punt it to their defense. And who know? We know all kinds of wacky shit can happen, right? A bad PI call, or maybe a deer, uh, maybe a dude gets ear hold and fumbles the ball through the end zone. Hmm. Oh wait, that happened earlier in the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Worst, that's, that's your.
1: Rule
0: in football. <laughs> it's your favorite play. It's your favorite
1: call. <laughs> but, dude, straight up, I, I believe we call that spearing. Uh, they used to call that spearing when you just dive headfirst into another dude's helmet. You you can't yeah, you, do that.
0: You can't now, but I, I, I'm I'm going to take the uh, the old man role on this one. We sometimes Uh-oh. we switch roles when we when we role play. You know what that uh, hit by Daniel Sorensen? You know what that also used to be called?
1: jacked up playing
0: playing football yeah guy is trying to run and get a touchdown and stretching out go stop the guy that's trying to stretch out and get a touchdown by any means necessary you got to run and and hit him head to head then so be it but it's not like he was trying to he, he wasn't jack tatum he wasn't trying to hit him head to head to paralyze him all right he was trying to make a play on the football because it's football and his job is to stop the guy from scoring and that's what he did Uh, I have no problem with that play. I have no problem with the the penalty not being thrown, even though it's helmet to helmet and should have been flagged. I admit Uh,
1: that. All right. Well, we've seen way less called,
0: right? Yeah, depending on who gets hit. If if it's Tom Brady and you lovingly graze his helmet with your hand, then they call that roughing the passer. So, yeah, you you absolutely see less than that called. Yeah.
1: I just hate that. I, I hate the rule. I, I I mean I I even texted you about the helmet to helmet before they were making a big deal about it. Right,
0: honestly, I didn't even notice it before you texted me. I didn't even notice. Yeah, because it's football lying. and he's trying to stop was, the guy from getting in the end zone. I,
1: I was Johnny on the spot on that
0: one. Yeah, you had that. Um, I, I didn't notice. I have no problem with the hit, and I have no problem with the rule of it goes out of, of the side of the end zone and it's a touchback. If you don't want to lose the possession like that, don't fumble the ball. I mean, that's harsh, but I, I don't, yeah. I've been hearing a lot of people, you, uh, you were ahead of it as far as people who have a problem with that rule of fumbling it through the end zone for a touchback. Yeah. Uh, you've been on that for uh, several years on this I, show.
1: I hate to say it. I hated that rule before it was cool. <laughs>
0: Hipster J strikes again. (laughs) I've heard a lot of people this week, uh, this week, I'm so used to doing a recap show a week later. I've heard a lot of people yesterday (laughs) and today (laughs) uh, say, oh, that's a terrible rule. They need to make it where the offense keeps the ball and puts it at their own, or not at their own 20, but at the opponent's 20 uh, at the edge of the red zone or something like that. Don't punish them by uh, turning possession over. That's too harsh. (sighs) I'm the old man. I, why would you not punish a team that lost the ball out of bounds? What sport do you lose the ball out of bounds and keep possession? I don't. I don't understand.
1: But you lose the uh, ball out of bounds on the other hundred yards of the field, and nothing happens.
0: Yeah, I, it's, 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 the, it's like, the if rule, I, like, like if I, if I, I, I tackle the midfield and
1: the ball rolls out of bounds because I fumbled, they don't go. Ah, let's give it to the other team. You fumbled out of bounds.
0: You're right. Uh, But because it's through the end zone and it's a, it's a touchback because it's the end zone. It's, it's, it's the, it's the goal line. It's the whole point that it's what you're going for. And that's what they're defending. And you, I I guess you shouldn't be allowed to to throw the ball through the uh, goal line of the other team and and still keep possession. I I, I, I see the distinction and I get it. I still
1: think there's a way that you can punish the team for doing it. That doesn't give the ball to the other team. Like it's just a straight turnover. I've never liked that rule. This is the first time I think we've really seen it bite somebody in the ass in the playoffs. So now it's amplified. I mean, Derek Carr is like the king of this, right? I mean, he's done it two or three <laughs> times.
0: Yeah, he he loves uh, flipping the ball to the other team through the end zone. Yeah. That's his move. I've,
1: I've hated this rule. Whether it's helped me, hurt me, it has nothing to do with me winning a pick or losing a pick. We won this pick, uh, so no, it's just I I think it's a a outdated rule. It doesn't really mesh. With, with what they with, with what I think is the spirit and things that you're trying to accomplish you know that that to me just they, they can come up with something better they can come up definitely come up with something I'm fine if you just hey loss it down and the ball goes back to the 20 yard line you know maybe even you know but do something
0: the Browns organization the whole city of Cleveland uh, they might be the ones spearheading this off season for uh, for the rules change at the with the committee. Uh, right. they, they might be first in line with that because uh, there's, a of course, an argument to be made. You, you get that touchdown um, and, and you actually win the game. You can actually make the, yeah. the, the argument that you beat the Chiefs. And if you don't turn the ball over automatically and you do give it back to Cleveland uh, at the Chiefs 20, then maybe they do score that touchdown and, and maybe everything well, that is touchdown, different.
1: that at that point, that would have made it
0: 16-10. Right.
1: Now, we don't know because I'm not one of these people who just goes, oh, well, if that play would have gone the way for the Browns, let's just take seven points and add it to their score. Now it's 24-22, and the Browns win. No, because that's stupid. Because what you don't know – we'll never know what would have happened after that point going forward had, had Richard Higgins made it into the end zone, right? We'll never know. Sure. Everything after that changes. And the people who are like, no, that's just a bunch of nonsense. I don't believe in that. I thought of a great analogy. Right? This is the analogy for people who think that's stupid, because the people I think the people who are stupid are the ones who just go, let's just put another seven on Cleveland because everything would have played out the exact same. Because that's what the, some of the sports talk radio people do that. You hear some of that. So here's yeah, my analogy. Hypotheticals. Yes, the hypothetical. Next time you go take a crap. <laughs> And you're presented with two options. Wipe your ass and don't wipe your ass. Right? Okay. Don't wipe your ass. And then about six hours later, ask yourself, <laughs> I wonder if my day would have been different if I would have wiped my ass six hours ago. Because the answer is yes. Everything in your day would have been totally different. So that's so if, if Richard Higgins scores that touchdown, or if the rule is different, or if they flag the helmet to helmet, everything changes every the coaching decisions are different the play calls are different everything is different because now it's a 16 to 10 game so so these people who just you know play the the you know it's it's the same it's the same people who go with this team but to beat this team it means that they'll beat that team because they beat this other team and they beat them it, it's sort of that boil it down to the stupidest possible thing mentality and that's your that's your sports talk radio crowd right and I've been sure. hearing that. Well, Chiefs win the game. No, no, no. maybe they win the game, or maybe the Browns win the game. We'll never know because it only could have happened. It only happened this one way. We'll never know.
0: Well, it's not like you, it,
1: had... it, it, it's not like it's late in the game with the 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 the, the no PI call like with the Saints a couple of years ago. We're like, yeah, we know what would have uh, happened in that rams Saints game, right? We know. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah that would have right been there.
1: over. Yeah, yeah. so. It's not like you know because it happened at that point where it was like the critical juncture. Uh, 16 to 10 at the two-minute warning roughly in the second quarter, you have no way of knowing.
0: i tell you what, there's no sports talk radio industry if you eliminate the hypotheticals like that. So you, you're just complete kill I did. right now.
1: And, and I just gave the worst possible like butterfly effect <laughs> analogy of all time. But next time, but um, you will always remember that. And next time you think that, you'll be like, I'm going to think back to the wipe your ass analogy.
0: Uh, It's a vivid analogy. I'll I'll give you that.
1: Right. But it makes a point. I thought of that this one this morning, and I'm like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to use that one on the show because that's really good. (laughs)
0: Because
1: I was already already even reading it. I'm reading stuff about the game, and they're like, you know, it basically takes this one bad play and goes automatically. Well, Kansas, you know, that they would have scored. And, you know, well, first of all, we don't know they would have scored. because he didn't get we, in. We don't. So, but it's just basically everybody looks at, well, the Chiefs won by five, and that was seven points off the board. Therefore, no.
0: Right.
1: No, no people.
0: It's, just, it's, <sighs> not, it's not definitely. It, it's, it's maybe. They're, they're playing, you know, yes. maybe it would have been but seven
1: points. The, it, but it's not like the Browns didn't have ample opportunities to win this game anyways. They had ample opportunities, and they still couldn't do it.
0: Uh, It would have been uh, an an accomplishment to pull it off with that score because they didn't learn uh, to use their run game and and not try to put everything on Baker Mayfield. The Chiefs get that early lead and and look very impressive, and as a result, Cleveland winds up having 37 Baker Mayfield passes versus 19 runs for uh, Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb uh, combined in the game. Uh, they're lucky they covered the spread, quite frankly, by, by having that really bad decision-making. But again, they de- at least they decided in the second half to stick to the ground game, and that's why they were able to cover. But the fact right. that Andy Reid could even beat Kevin Stefanski straight up with Chad Henney as his quarterback at the, in the second half of that game instead of Patrick yeah. Holmes, that just shows how big the coaching disparity was in that
1: one. No, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. I imagine you're saving the best for last. The best? You called it. You called it after we talked up this game. You're like, it's going to be a shit fest. And it was.
0: Ugly, ugly football. Another uh, concussion, another star quarterback going down yep. uh, with concussion. This is almost sort of the weekend of your of your sort of long-term prophecy coming true of you don't like all of these athletic running quarterbacks because eventually they, they get dinged, right?
1: Well, yeah, multiple things. One, they get dinged. Two, the league catches up to them. And the one the, the one read and then run quarterbacks, they don't last. They just don't last. You know, and so I do not put... Lamar Jackson in the same category as, let's say, Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray, you know, who are running quarterbacks, right?
0: So quarterback I put Lamar Jackson.
1: Runs. I put Lamar Jackson in the same category as Colin Kaepernick and RG three, and, and and they're just kind of gadget guys. They're they're runners who can throw, right? wow. I, it, You know, they're not playing to throw the football like Russell Wilson breaks the pocket Kyler Murray breaks the pocket and you know that they can run but you know that all the way up to the line of scrimmage they're looking to tear your heart out Lamar Jackson You're breaks the chain, and he's gone and that's it and that's it and he's gone and the Bills I, I, I will say that yes this game was boring my mom texted me she was watching the game wow what a boring game I was fascinated by the game completely fascinated by this game one I did not expect that type of defensive effort from the bills at all even
0: in um, at Baltimore
1: at, right but you want to talk about a team that most of their pieces like that that bills defense from last year that was so highly ranked really did not play all at the same time this year and they just got that defense back all together in the last two three games of the season that sounds about right right
0: yeah, they had and some uh, guys that were hurt.
1: like And key guys, like good players. And it's like they're starting to get these guys back in place, and now all of a sudden you're seeing that Bills defense, and we had even talked about going into the postseason about how that Bills defense from mid-season to the end of the season was trending up. And it's like you've gotten into these last couple of playoff games, and it's like, well, they just keep kind of trending up. And uh, they played – They did, they gave up a lot of yards to the Colts and still managed to pull that one out. But they absolutely locked down the Ravens, and the Ravens got their runs. You know, the, the Ravens do what the Ravens are going to do. But that was no Lamar Jackson run for 150 yards, and I they barely, I think they barely got to 150. All four guys that ran the ball.
0: Uh, the Ravens ran for exactly 150.
1: Yeah, so they got to 150. where the week before, I mean, Lamar Jackson almost got to 150 by himself. Right. And they were getting him on the ground. Uh, they got him on the ground completely when they sn- another mm-hmm. another ball snapped ten feet over a quarterback's head, which seems to be a theme so far in the playoffs.
0: Um, and it wasn't the first one of the game. Like they, the ball, they snapped was, it over his head in the first quarter. He had
1: one that he kind of one-handed at one point in, in that half. game. He had ones that were he had ones that were down by his knees on yeah. some of those snaps. So Lamar Jackson was was playing goalie. Uh but he needed to be about fourteen feet tall to catch that last one
0: right um patrick McCari was that the, was that the center's nah, name I don't, I don't bizarre know. He should be
1: in should be in witness protection is what he should be
0: some really bizarre snap issues there yeah. uh
1: and, and, that, that, and, that and that just, was... just what do you think just when you think the Ravens kind of got it figured out and they've unlocked the secret and they go on a great drive ah they throw a hundred and one yard pick six.
0: Oh what a what a turnaround. Um there's another bad snap on, on that drive. So yeah, that was the, the key uh moment in the game that sort of the turning point. It's ten three Bills in the third quarter. This this slow slog of a game. Um and they they the Ravens put together a pretty good drive uh using Hollywood Brown underneath, J.K. Dobbins, um took off on third and thirteen, Lamar did at one point, and then Bills just couldn't catch up to him. Um, and then they get down near the red zone, another bad snap, uh, some heat from Buffalo forced a misthrow and, and Hollywood was uncovered on that misthrow. So that was, that's very key is they, they had a chance to to get in the end zone. Hollywood Brown uh, had nobody around him, but there was pressure. So Lamar uh, made a bad throw because of the, because of the heat. And then very next play is a, a tight throw on third into the end zone where Lamar clearly was forcing it, just trying to make a play, trying to make something happen, trying to get the score. It's third down. I can't let Justin Tucker come out here and try to kick because he's banging everything off the uprights. So I'm going to try to force this thing into the end zone, and Teron Johnson jumps right in front of it, takes it the other way to the house from 101 yards, and that kind of was, was, was the end of the ballgame.
1: Yeah, because once they got down 14, even before Lamar got concussed, you're like, yes, yeah, it's over.
0: He got concussed the very next uh, the very next yeah. drive after that that happened.
1: Right, which was, uh, that was deep in their own end, and then that got snapped, and then I believe that when he chucked that thing at the two-yard line, which was the, so they were, he was two yards away from an intentional grounding safety.
0: Right, he got called for grounding anyway, but it was yeah. almost in the end zone, but it wasn't. It was a it was, was close. Yeah, well, he was throwing that
1: away. I mean, I don't think he cared at that point whether it was grounding or not.
0: Right, just desperately trying to get rid of the thing, uh, right. and he gets, gets his head banged on top of that, right. so it's Kind of like the, the well,
1: you should have learned per- from Roethlisberger. Don't don't put your neck out there for that thing. Just watch it.
0: <laughs> don't don't bother trying to pick up the the rolling football. Just, just yeah. let it let it
1: go. Let it go. think you got You got to think about number one there, Lamar.
0: <laughs> that's right. Well, that's the difference between him and Big Ben. He'll never be a number uh, yes. one quarterback because he doesn't yes. think about the, the the big now picture. Now the
1: Ravens. Now the Ravens. Get to think about another whole off season of is this just who we're going to be? I mean, are Out they a team that's built? think
0: that's what they're going to be.
1: Well, well, that's exactly what Marlon Humphrey said the year before. So this is a thing that's now. What they are. This is who the Ravens are. They are a regular season powerhouse. Mm-hmm. They can, they can, they can run it up on some really bad teams, just like the, that's how they got to the playoffs, right? That's right. That 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 record that they had at the end of the season, that, that winning every game at the end, I, I had them win in 11 games, four games left to go, because their schedule was like, they're playing nobody the whole rest mm-hmm. of the season. And they did exactly what I said they were going to do when they were at six. I was like, or seven, they're going to get to 11. And you're like, what? I was like, yeah, they're going to get to 11. They're going to make the playoffs. And they sure did. And they looked good in that first game. And this is, this is, I think, I think we've got enough on tape now to go. This is who the Ravens are.
0: (laughs) Let's go to the tape.
1: The tape says they are going to get to the playoffs and choke.
0: Ooh, survey says.
1: Mm. I wouldn't even call it a a choke. It's just a huge, you talked about bad matchups. I just don't think the Ravens are built for playoff success.
0: Uh, they're not built for anything long-term if their offense goes completely dry like it does uh, every now and then it, like it did in a regular season this year. And like it did in this game, uh, it, this is uh, the, uh, the around the NFL podcast said that maybe it's time that, that John Harbaugh makes that call at, at OC and ask uh, Greg Roman yeah. to, uh, to to go to the door and, uh, and don't let it hit you on the way out. Now, is Lamar Jackson completely the answer quarterback? That might also not be the case. He may also uh, yeah. uh, have a, a limited future. Uh, because I, mean, I at I, one point? Sorry, I see not so, you know, I just, uh, repeating what I've said all year is that I see, uh, with all the greatness of his uh, athleticism and, and the MVP caliber play and how awesome that offense looked last year, I still see bad quarterback play at times from Lamar Jackson. I see, I still see a not, Complete quarterback, and not every quarterback has to be 100% complete. A plus, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Pat Pat Mahomes. Not that you know they can't all be that. I understand, but I still see enough throws and enough decisions where I go, "Oh, he's he's." To what you were saying uh, to start the the analysis of this game, he's not really a quarterback who runs. He's more of a runner who uh, occasionally throws. Like he's not really. Uh, he, he doesn't have the, the the tools, all the tools, uh, yeah. to make all the, the 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 right quarterback decisions. And there's a lot of hesitancy to say that because you want to take a guy that's been league MVP and has uh, the incredible ability that he has, and you want to give him every single chance and get, give him every opportunity to prove that he can be a, a you know a solid NFL quarterback. I, I'm I'm not sure. I'm I'm not saying it's definitely a, a, a hopeless cause. I'm saying the jury, after all these years, is, is still out on him.
1: Well, what you're describing is coaching, and I think you're onto something. You know, because I believe at one point in that broadcast, I, I forget who was calling that game. Um, because that wasn't that wasn't Nansen Romo calling that game.
0: Was that CBS that was, or was that NBC?
1: That was the NBC game, right? Yeah, that was Michaels and. Uh, Collins.
0: yeah.
1: and at one point in that game, Collinsworth, I believe it was, basically made a comment. I'll paraphrase here: that was basically like, "Would you believe the you know, or did you know that Lamar Jackson at Louisville was a, a pocket passer?" <laughs> and I'm thinking, no, I wouldn't believe that. Not from what <laughs> I've like seen. It. So I, I think it's coaching. Maybe you know they have obviously not developed him. I thought that they had he had that huge difference from year one to year two. That was when he was coming out and he was having these like five touchdown games, right, where he was passing, right. and, and they were just going crazy. And it was just him to John Brown all game long. It felt like um, that was kind of his well, deep guy.
0: And that was his deep guy. And other games would be five touchdowns all to Mark Andrews. Like he just right. loved tight end seam throws.
1: But. It's it's just not working, and and you know, and you and me, and even when we had when we had mid season, we'd be getting the calls from Bryce when he was rubbing it in uh, about the Steelers, <laughs> you know, and, and rubbing it in about the, the Ravens, and he doesn't know who they are or what they're doing. Um, I kind of still don't know what they're doing.
0: Hipster but, Bryce said that they needed to get rid of the O.C. before everyone else was suggesting yeah, it. So he's yeah, got that he going did that for him.
1: before it was cool. And and you know, you look mm-hmm. at the other side, you look at Josh Allen, where I give the Bills' offense credit. Um, they weren't getting after him too much, and even though they weren't connecting on a lot of throws, they didn't stop trying.
0: They, they didn't stayed, do anything but try.
1: They definitely they refused true to, to run to who they the were. ball in
0: the first half. I've never seen anything like that.
1: They did. They did, they did. They 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 zero runs they were. in the first half. But uh, where I will give the Bills credit is they beat, I would say, the two best defenses in the AFC that were left in the playoffs. Mm. You know, so you got to keep trying because, you know, some of those throws might be there against Kansas City. You're not playing the same pass, D, that you just played against the Colts and the Ravens.
0: No, the Chiefs are definitely a step down. Uh, yeah, but Project, of course, needs to calm himself down because he had uh, the little bit of adrenaline came out and kept airing it over Stefan Diggs' head. A little
1: fire in him.
0: Uh, five yards over everyone's head yeah, yeah calm that's down of every baby. game
1: you remember Favre? whenever <laughs> yeah. it would be a big game and like his first oh, yeah. throws would be air airmail
0: oh yeah juiced up absolutely um yeah and and a, a full quarterback with with a full coaching staff and and that's actually made it to a, a, a top level instead of just uh running and taking the occasional throw and, and making it seem like that's so, okay. We're, we're done. We, we, we've done everything we needed to do to develop this kid. Uh, no, the, a, a full team may have, a, may have actually beat Buffalo in this game because the bills could have been had, but, uh, not, not the way Lamar Jackson was playing. Yeah.
1: I, I just, I found myself impressed with the bills defense. You know, they came out with a good strategy. They kept commenting on the broadcast about that. Like the bill, the bills just used their speed. It, it, it wasn't even the scheme. You know, it was just no,
0: it, was, it was athletes.
1: Their dudes are fast, and they're gonna get there. And, that's, and then when they got there, they made plays. And and you know, so credit to the Bills, and they did get Lamar on his booty, and they made plays in the back end. Um, so I I did not expect the Bills defense to hold anybody to three.
0: Sure. No, I'll, I'll give them the, the credit for that. Uh, But again, as we saw, the offense that they're playing, there's a lot of questions still to be answered.
1: Yeah, they might as well change their name to the Baltimore Turtles, because (laughs) that's kind of what that offense does for long stretches. And you don't know what what it looks like. What is this? It seemed like every time you looked up, I swear it was third and 14 every time the Ravens had the football
0: get third and 18, third and 14. Yeah. Like yeah. they didn't
1: even get first and 10. Like they would they would like get a ball and it's just automatically third and 14. <laughs> no first down, no second down. Just you know what, we're just going to start every drive at third and 18 because that's how it felt for the Ravens in that game. And what it was season? a painful was watch. I appreciated it. I appreciated it because it felt a little bit more old school. Like there was like there was actual defense being played.
0: There was, they they were both fierce. Uh, Yeah. It wasn't quite as, it was ugly, but it wasn't where both quarterbacks were just complete shit. They were just, one was overhyped uh, and, and kept air mailing everything. And the other just got in that hole of third and 14, third and 20 where you just, uh, you had to keep trying to try to find ways to make plays uh, with his arm instead of with his legs. uh, And just because he's not that developed a quarterback when when he has to rely on his arm, it it can get ugly.
1: And there was some wicked wind in that game. It was. I was that, watching short throws. Yeah. That were like the ball. You could actually see the ball on replays, if even on short throws, where the ball was kind of like going up and down and left and right, and it looked like a whirly bird going over there.
0: Which is, again – why it was so amazing that the bills decided as a strategy, we're not running the football at all in the first half. We're going to throw and do nothing but throw. It's like, really? Uh, Oh, okay.
1: And then, and then you don't expect Justin Tucker to, to, you know, channel his inner Cody Parkey and knock two off of the uprights. Although I did think it was funny in the, uh, in the game where I saw Cody Parkey kicking and it put up and it said that his postseason career kicking field goals, he was five for six. And I'm like, Yeah, but I remember that one.
0: So does everyone else.
1: It's not the five for six.
0: It's that one. It's the
1: one. It's the (sighs) double joint. And that's the one that everyone's going to remember. He could go go 75 for 76 in his career now, (laughs) making postseason field goals and be the greatest postseason kicker of all time. And everyone would be like,
0: yeah, but I remember that (sighs) one. You know that that one? one? Uh, I know that one. More analysis (laughs) when we come back. All right, into our VIP after show after our hour-long breakdown of the uh, divisional round. Uh, So setting up the conference finals next weekend. Um, It's going to be a couple of very uh, curious games. Uh, Of course, Tommy and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers up in Green Bay against the Packers. And go ahead, Mr. Wisconsin, uh, weather on the eights, uh, and tell us what they're expecting uh, next Sunday up there in Green Bay.
1: Ah. Hang on, let me check.
0: Uh, oh, I didn't know you, and I told you I already looked at I, I
1: already, I know the weather for here, and I'm about 100 miles away from there. I know the weather for here, when I checked yesterday, was that we were expecting mid-20s with snow, mm. and let me see here. So, right now, it says for Sunday, cloudy with a chance for snow on Sunday, and Sunday night, it just says snow. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see, because uh, they've been forecasting snowstorms all winter for us here, and we ain't got shit. So
0: well, Maybe this time it'll actually hit, with, when, it when, hit when the Buccaneers mild, come to visit.
1: Mild, yeah, it's kind of mild to moderate winds, but it looks like it, it, looks like it might be a snow game. Uh, temperature really wide, Tommy. though, mid-20s. I think they're going to luck out with the 2 o'clock start, because it looks like that the... Snow is the majority expected to actually fall overnight Sunday, so that could be one where we who knows that game might even start clear and end up sloppy. So we don't Mm -hmm. know. It's all going to be about the timing. So those are your weather on the eights. There
0: you go. At ten o one. And Buffalo, Kansas City, the weather doesn't even matter because there's only one question in the world that matters between now and Sunday, which is how the hell is that Mahomes head.
1: I can honestly tell you right now that the betting public expects Mahomes to play because I think that's a cop out line right now. And if that was Chad Henney starting for sure,
0: that's they like Bills. Plus. With that's, Chad.
1: That's, no, that's like Bills plus two or Bills plus 1.5, if that's Chad Henney. I mean, Bills minus one and a half. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, I was about to say it's So. So it's three right now. Uh, KC it, minus yeah, three.
1: Yeah, uh, as of right now, you're up to the minute lines. So basically, the opening lines are Packers minus four, and Chiefs minus three. So I think the Pat- betting public is expecting Mahomes to play.
0: Yeah, they have to because Pat, uh, Pat Mahomes being out is that's a much bigger swing than even than one and a half. Uh, uh, I think Bills are favored by probably or uh, yeah, about three or four. If, it, if it's uh, if it's definitely yeah. chad in, so
1: you're you're, you're, you're a, that thing a whole a whole touchdown
0: a whole touchdown if not more yes
1: okay that's fair enough I I could see that and then actually let's see the Packers and the Che and the Chiefs the <laughs> nope whoops uh, no Packers and the Bucks opened at four and that is now three and a half everywhere.
0: The Freudian slip that you just call your your Super Bowl picture?
1: No, 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 no. It was it's a, it's a, it would be a rematch of Super Bowl one.
0: Oh, so many people are around waiting Bowl. To, for, yeah, for it would that also, rematch.
1: It would also be the State Farm Bowl if that happened.
0: <laughs> oh, God. So at that point, I would want to know who would, never end. Farm,
1: who would Jake from State Farm root for? Would they get the Rogers rate or the Mahomes rate?
0: I, I don't know. You'd, you'd have to ask him. He'd be the one flipping the coin in midfield for, for yeah. the coin toss. and
1: <laughs> He'd be the team ever, captain for both teams. Yeah. Jake from State. Well, you know, that would work because they actually have a black one and a white one now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, I'm a, am I the only guy who noticed that, that Jake from State Farm completely race changed?
0: No, I think everyone noticed that. Well, oh, No one knows is why. I don't know. <laughs> no, everybody noticed that.
1: Like, we didn't need us to be white. <laughs> <laughs> there's something different about Jake from State Farm.
0: There's something slightly different about him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't quite put my finger on it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so that's three and a half now, pretty. So there's money coming in on the bucks. Um, and well, it, let's see. I think
0: that's Casey a fair opened, line.
1: Side. Yeah, Casey opened at two and a half, and it looks like pretty much. I look at the site on com, and it's got Nine different boards. Right. Um, and all the boards right now, all nine boards are at uh, Packers minus three and a half.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I I don't even know either either game either way. I don't I don't know. I'm just not even. No,
1: I, I I have my picks already. I'm already on okay. it. So I know what I'm picking for both games, and I'll just wait until Saturday to see what you do. Um, KC Buffalo opened at two and a half, and that is eight out of the nine are now at three. Okay. And that's one place left. That's Bet America, Bet America, which be a website, uh, is it
0: two and a half? Still. So that line hasn't moved. So for those of you trying to get that edge, go in and, and throw your money on Bet America and then get that. Well, if America. you're betting
1: on Mahomes, not playing, you ah. want to bet the bills while they're a dog. <laughs>
0: because <laughs>
1: Right. I mean, if we start getting close to, if we start, I, I might be with you on that. If we start getting close to kickoff and it's now Mahomes is out that's probably bills plus four bills plus five i mean minus four minus five really quick
0: i wonder how long andy reed's gonna wait to to make that decision if is it andy it's
1: reed's decision or if he's in the protocol now right so this is supposed to be supposedly i mean quote unquote independent doctors now that are gonna I wonder how
0: long it's gonna take andy reed to make that decision <laughs>
1: Uh, my sense is practice. they're going to have to practice a few times, and if he's still dumplings out there.
0: Uh, so if he's in the protocol, does he practice, or is it just wait however many number of days until the symptoms subside? Or uh,
1: I don't know, because when when they went back to the Fox guys, and it was Howie Long and Terry Bradshaw and all those guys, every single person, every single one of those guys, to a man, Tony Gonzalez, all of them are like, yeah, he's not playing. I don't see how he's gonna play when he was doing that, like getting up, wobbling around, and you know, all wide eyed, and like they're like, ah, they're like, and these are probably all guys who've seen that, right? I would, I would expect that those guys all have first hand knowledge. They've either lived through it or they've seen it in teammates. Like they know he's messed up.
0: That's my point. They've seen that in guys who are not Pat Mahomes, and they know that that's, that you're done for for the next week. Right. This is Pat Mahomes. He's going to yeah. play. Even with all of that, because he's Pat Mahomes.
1: And you and and I both know that, and it will remain to be seen whether that's to the detriment of the team or not.
0: Yeah. Uh, Because I hate
1: to say it, but if you're the Packers, or I mean, not the Packers, (laughs) I'm not giving anything away. If you're the Bills, (laughs) and you know that, uh, I'm dialing up some blitzes. I'm going after Mahomes maybe a little extra knowing that. I'm not trying to hurt him, but I'm definitely trying to hit
0: him. Greg Williams might be hired as a special coach for for Buffalo for one week. <laughs>
1: I'll do a little, yeah, little buddy ball. Go get go get Buddy Ryan.
0: Oh no, go dig a buddy. Oh. Mm-hmm. yeah, that that would that would be very violent.
1: Yeah, but you got you got to test them. Sure, I'm the Bills, and the Bills have guys who can get after it.
0: Yeah. Uh, good luck. It's, it's, you know, Pat Mahomes is not exactly the easiest to define, but yeah, if he really is staggering like that, then sure. Uh, but I don't, right. I, I just, if it's that bad, then no, he won't play. But I just, for some reason, I don't think it'll, it'll be that bad. I just, uh, whatever magic juice that they have to make yeah, his, his symptoms go away, they'll, they'll give it to him.
1: They'll, they'll give them enough to get them through this game, and then they'll have a two-week mm-hmm. break, and the concussion symptoms will all be gone. and
0: Yeah, it'll be all good.
1: So I'm most curious to see, now that we're approaching conference championships and the Super Bowl, what would happen if it's like Friday and Patrick Mahomes gets the goop?
0: Yeah, that's... uh am we, still waiting about for that
1: one. I'm still waiting yeah, for please. that one to happen, where...
0: The make a Wouldn't
1: star they, they
0: come down say with that. Yeah, how about Aaron Rodgers? How, how would that be handled?
1: Right. Yeah, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers has got the goop on Friday and he's not showing any symptoms. I might crinkle that piece of paper up.
0: <laughs> but what are you like, talking about? COVID nineteen? Yeah. What? I don't know what, what that is. Mean, Aaron, what oh about.
1: wait. You got this sample switched with Jay Sternberger's sample.
0: <laughs>
1: the next thing you know, Jay Sternberger's on the COVID list.
0: I don't think this sample means what you think it means. I, I think this is <laughs> something different.
1: I, I'm just saying, uh, there's too much money at stake, right?
0: <laughs> oh, certainly. Or
1: Tommy. Tommy gets the goop,
0: right? Yeah, that no, no. He, that's not going to happen.
1: Tommy can't get the goop. He's immune.
0: Actually, Tommy is such a uh, health nut animal. He's probably in a hermetically sealed bubble all the time anyway. That's right? He's probably the, the one guy that protects himself well enough to, to not get the goop.
1: They actually derived the COVID vaccine straight from Tommy's blood.
0: <laughs> uh, they combined it with, with Magic Johnson, who is going to outlive all of us. You remember when Magic got <laughs> Magic HIV? Magic
1: Johnson is the longest lasting dude with AIDS ever, isn't he? Or in
0: 1991. AIDS? Yeah. And I've 30 told this years. story. I know I've told this story before on the show, but we'll quickly I'll tell it again. The uh the day that it got announced that he got HIV in 1991. I'm in the middle of uh practice for the uh, high school theater production of Our Town. Uh-oh. And our our theater coach and teacher of course is Mr. Canapa You very well remember Mr. Canapa I at, uh, I'll
1: never forget old DC. <laughs>
0: With the young high school, yeah, him and his his smelly ass pipes. I actually
1: kind of like that smell.
0: (laughs) I I I got used to it, I guess.
1: Because Uh, you knew you were there.
0: You knew you were in the presence of cannabis when you when you smelled the pipe coming. Uh, So he's uh, not the nicest person. He was basically a you know I was going to say closet racist, but I don't know if he even hit it that much. So he came out to make the announcement to all of us. We're on stage, so we didn't he, we didn't, we weren't aware of this press conference. This, is, of course, before the internet and all of that, so we didn't know anything about it. But he was watching the news back in his office, so he he found out about it before any of us. Yeah, he, Frank, he had
1: and, a TV in his office.
0: Right. So he came and made the announcement to all of us, and he could not hide the smile and the chuckle <laughs> as he tells <laughs> us that Magic Johnson got diagnosed with HIV. Yeah. And and turns and smokes his pipe and, and chuckles and walks off. He thought it was the funniest thing, and, and I'm like stunned. Well, the, got the last like everyone, laugh because he
1: outlived him.
0: Oh, definitely. That that that's the best part of the story. Is, is old cannibal got some sort of brain disease and 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 perished many years ago. And there's magic still sitting there, healthy as a horse, <laughs> uh, outliving all of us. Uh, yeah, that that's uh, that that's one of those things that'll stick in your mind the day that you. Uh, find out about Magic Johnson getting HIV, in the way that we that I found out was sitting there uh, in play practice uh, and having our teacher come out and, and chuckle and laugh through uh, telling us. So it was it was quite the the shocking uh, event. Well, thank but, God uh, we
1: were in high school when when you know or thank God you were at on stage for him, when, like, you know the Challenger exploded, he probably been like, hey, <laughs> <Good story.
0: laughs> would have been the funniest thing he ever heard.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Uh no what I what I'll take what I remember from that was like the hysteria in the NBA like the yes. dude like, with the blood right
0: oh Carl Malone how came everything- right out and said I, I'm not playing oh. basketball against that guy
1: and how everything would stop and then if there was like a dude dripped a drop of blood on the floor it's like the hazmat team was coming in and cleaning everything
0: sure. I was like, come on come on.
1: I mean, yeah, no, that, that, now that just showed your general lack of understanding. And no, Magic Johnson would have to have done something much more specific on the floor uh, with Carl <laughs> Malone to, to give him the HIV. At least that's my understanding of how that works.
0: But at the time, the, that hysteria, like you were saying, people didn't know. They, no. they didn't, you know, it was a, a, a relatively new thing, and they didn't know how to handle it, and they didn't know what you exactly had to do to get it, and they, you know, right. They're, they're was, very, very much afraid of everything at that point. It's a
1: different time. Now we're just afraid
0: of different things.
1: Now nothing's changed. It's just what we're afraid of is different.
0: Well, now we're afraid of breathing on each other. And thankfully, yeah. that that's 2020. Right. As, as come in, afraid of, of going effect.
1: outside. Now yeah. mm-hmm. so that, that we're afraid of all different things.
0: Yes. Uh, but bleeding on each other? Yeah, that that's fine. Just don't breathe on me. I think there are... <laughs> I think there are people out there that are like having intimate relations with each other and, and, you know, with the the goop still going on and thinking they're okay as long as they don't breathe on each other. Like the intimacy part just doesn't really get through their brains. The fact that if you're laying with somebody, it doesn't matter if you're breathing directly on each other, a virus will ignore the fact that you're not breathing on each other and it will find a way to to transmit.
1: Yeah. It'll find a way.
0: (sighs) but yeah it's I, I don't even know what to say about some of the the stuff that's going on right now and still going on out here with the the vaccines and the uh the new variations that are going on it's uh it's 2021 unfortunately is threatening to be uh as bad as 2020 if not worse unfortunately
1: uh yes i think like i said uh, a few shows ago 2020 was just the appetizer
0: oh dear uh, yeah, it's it's official. We've already canceled that uh, that uh, Alaskan cruise again. Um, oh no! You know, no, it's just cruise lines are starting to cancel their their, their trips through April and May again, uh, uh, and even and even besides that, Canada still isn't letting people from America into their country because America is still dirty and disgusting. And this cruise goes through part of Canada, so. Uh, nah. We just said the heck what they were. We'll, we'll try again next year, twenty twenty two.
1: Yeah, and better to better to better to cancel before you can't get your money back.
0: Certainly. <sighs> so it's about uh, about all we have for our our recap. And uh, so, what's the uh, the, scenario, the scenario we're looking at Saturday night?
1: Uh yeah, I'm still. I think I'll still be good for nine.
0: Okay, I'll
1: just have to call it in. So I'll, 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 call it in on the, on the hotline, on the, on the, on the bat phone.
0: All right. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to try to hold you too long. So I'd probably make that a 30 minute show and just get our two picks and boom, boom. And, and that's it.
1: Uh, yeah. Cause even if it does go a little over 30, then we just have after show at that point. So. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The, quick, the big question that remains is can we make two picks in half an hour?
0: Probably not. <laughs> No, we will definitely because even to to go to 90 seconds left for the second pick, we'd have to go 29 minutes and 30 seconds on one pick, and I don't think we're yeah. going to be doing that. I don't right. Think. You know, and
1: I I would try to try to say we could do something on Sunday right up before the game, but I I still don't really know what time I'm going to get on. So at some point I'm on the road, and then it doesn't really work for me. Sure. You know, so if I'm on the road I at guess. 10 or if I'm on the road at 11, because if we leave it there at 11, well, we don't get home until 1, you know, right. 1.30. So it's like I don't want to take the chance that, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in a car, um, you know, with, with kids yeah. um, trying to make a pick.
0: No, so I understand.
1: Yeah, I'll call it in. It's not the first time I've called it in from a hotel.
0: All right. Uh, So unless you got anything else, I think that's about it for our recap show.
1: No, that was good. Very, very rarely do we get to kind of strike while the iron is hot on, on recaps. So I kind of liked just all fresh in my mind doing it this way.
0: Yep. Games just happen, And then we get to give our opinions right immediately. uh, Not immediately, but a a day or two after the games. Uh, My, in my mind, my uh, ultimate, you know, retirement goal is to you know be living somewhere else, some island somewhere, and then fly into Vegas or something every weekend, and we uh, do shows and uh, do after shows after the games are over, and we strike immediately at that point. Like right after the games are over, we we do we do uh, recap shows uh, with you know with, with people around and and talking shit with other people and, and having a good time and just. Uh, mingling with the with the Vegas people, I, uh, especially on game days for like Raiders games, like that will be uh, the ultimate. Where we we fly in, we we do a morning podcast or show, uh, head right to the stadium, uh, and, and settle in our private box and and watch the, the early games and, <laughs> well, and have you know, whatever drinks and party you want. If anybody
1: wants to help, that happen.
0: Hey, I dream big. What can I say?
1: You know that um, that would be that would be glorious. If anybody wants to help make that happen, hit us up.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Hey, they still are bits enough. <laughs>
0: Come on, give, give, give us a, a break. We, we've been doing this for eight years now, and and I'm, I still feel, uh, really believe that we're better than a lot of people that are on the air right now. I, I still firmly believe that. And we're still not as good as we could be because we're still on a little bit of a, a half-second delay, so – you know, all these all this time we've been doing this right. uh, on a bit of a delay and still trying to piece it together. Imagine what we could do without a delay. If we're actually really our lives. Yeah, um,
1: or actual like production staff who could actually put something behind just what we remember.
0: Right, people uh, in control of the show other than two, other than us two, you know, doing everything. Uh, how much better it could be.
1: So it's just basically like we remember stats and number. You know, a lot of this is not researched. A lot of this is just remembering
0: off the top of our heads. Yeah, yeah get, get, get some sad boys around and and hey, yeah. uh, what this is what I think I remember. Can you research that and actually find out if right. I if, if I really pull do up. remember? If I'm just pulling that out yeah. of my ass, you
1: know. Somebody can actually pull up old clips clips of ours, you know, and things that we said, and that that would be amazing. <laughs>
0: How much better we could be? Oh, maybe someday. Like I said, dream
1: big. Well, we we'll win the Powerball or Mega Millions tomorrow, and
0: uh, <laughs> there you go. I like it. Oh, I, I get
1: that eight hundred and fifty million. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure that, that, that I set us up with, with with a good with with a good rig for, for for getting the word out. You know, since I won't be working anymore. <laughs>
0: I, I guess I need to get on those tickets and, and try to put these plans in motion myself.
1: There you go. That's right. Hey, I got no problem if you win $850 million and fly, fly, fly me and the family out to <laughs> Vegas every week to, to do the show. I'd be okay with that.
0: I'm sure you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's about it for us. We're, we're getting punched drunk, clearly. <laughs> All right, uh, he is Jay. I am Dre. This has been, in much less detail, the podcast recapping your divisional round weekend. And remember, come back here Saturday night, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern, and we will have both of your picks for the conference title games. Should be interesting, and, and hopefully at that point we'll know exactly who's playing a quarterback and We will join you again Saturday night. Please come back and listen, and we'll talk to you then.